to the Teach Happier podcast. I'm Suzanne Daly, your delighted host. Let's get into the healthiest headspace and heart space for our upcoming week working in schools, whatever our important role may be. Last week, we were invited to strengthen relationships and use those memories that literally come into our hands through social media or our photo apps and get them back out into the world. So when they come our way, we can simply screen grab them, send a new text and say, look what just popped up. And this 15 second shift in action can remind our people that our relationship and memories are special. Now, this week's episode, it took a little bit to write because I want to share something with you without giving too much away. You'll see. It's a small shift in thought that builds upon what we learned in season three, that episode called, What Are You Feeling? You might remember that one. It's when we shifted from asking someone, how are you feeling, to what are you feeling? And in season three, we learned it's like a less overwhelming way to check in with our family, colleagues, or students. Now, over these past four seasons, you have heard me say no less than 92 times that I get to work alongside some of the greatest people on the planet. Dedicated, committed, intelligent, fun people who just want to do good things for colleagues beside them and the students in front of them. However, just like any organization, there's going to be a few folks who don't fit perfectly into that category. So today, I'm going to highlight a rather uncomfortable professional interaction, my emotional response to that interaction, and then how I became a part of my own rescue by making a two-degree shift in my thoughts. Now, here's that overgeneralized, intentionally vague version of the interaction. A few of us were working together, doing really great work for teaching and learning. You guys, the colleagues I was with are like the best of the best. I know I am biased, but it is a fact. Great ideas were flowing. We were all headed in the same direction. We were just kind of all in that rare state of flow together. It felt great. And then another person barged into the room, yada, yada, yada. That interaction left all of us feeling inferior, less than, ugh. So here's my emotional response. When our little group recombobulated after this interaction, we all shared feelings of frustration, disrespect, even anger. And of course we did. This is all part of the human experience. We have moments feeling happy and grateful, and we have moments where it's just the opposite. So our little group dismissed, and we all went about our day. That afternoon, I taught in a fourth grade classroom, and then I attended an after-school meeting. But even in that classroom and during that meeting, I kept thinking things like, Ugh, I am so mad. I am so angry, and other words that I will leave in my head and not share out loud with you today. So I told you that I tried to be a part of my own rescue, and I did it by doing two things. Number one, 
Shortly after this uncomfortable interaction that I vaguely described before, there were multiple times where I picked up my phone to shoot off a rager of a group text to the beloved colleagues who were in the room with me that were also upset. I knew they were just as angry as I was, and I would get validation for feeling so mad. But each and every time I caught myself, I stopped before hitting send. Remember this quote that keeps finding itself in many podcast episodes? Any moment is minimized or maximized depending on how much attention we give it. And I knew that if I started this text thread, that the uncomfortable interaction from earlier in the day would become my primary focus. It would negatively cloud my thoughts, feelings, and ultimately my actions. So that drafted text thread kept getting deleted. Deleting the text thread was a healthy start to moving through the discomfort, but it didn't magically make me feel better. I was still frustrated. I was still angry. And at times, it actually felt like it was getting to me at a cellular level, if that makes any sense. So here's the shift in thought that made all the difference. I changed my thoughts by moving from, I am angry to, I am feeling anger. Or instead of, I am frustrated, I shifted to, I am feeling frustration. I mean, it's so subtle, but what that shift did was it gave these emotions a proper place with proper power. It was just a feeling I had because, well, the situation warranted it. It was the perfect way to feel after this kind of interaction. Think about a time this has happened to you. Something unexpected happens either at school or at home and your nervous system is flooded with intense emotion. You may find yourself thinking, I am so mad, frustrated, upset, angry. But what happens when you adjust that language to, I am feeling mad, I am feeling frustrated, I am feeling anger. I mean, it may not seem like much, but it just helps us create a little bit of space between us and that emotion. It helps us to not over-identify with the feeling or allow somebody else's poor choice of words or actions to consume us. The shift actually gives us, us a bit of agency in a situation that we probably had no control over. When you think about it, all emotions are universal. The context in which we experience them are different, but all human beings will experience all of the feelings. So moving towards I am feeling helps me understand my experience may not be as uniquely awful as I initially internalize it to be. And it allows me to process and move through that emotion with better and healthier perspective, greater ease, and move through it at a bit of a quicker pace. So our invitation this week is thinking about this small shift of I am fill in the blank to I am feeling fill in the blank. Not only can this help us individually, but this is something that can help our students at school and I think our families at home. Conflict is inevitable from time to time. We're going to have uncomfortable situations 
And this shift may help us process our emotions. Just give them the proper perspective in our full lives. Sometimes our emotions and feelings can make us feel like a hot mess. But like author Glennon Doyle reminds us, we are not a mess. We are deeply feeling people in a messy world. Feel your emotions and allow them to take on the proper perspective of a fully lived life. I've got a feeling it could help our heads and hearts. Small shifts bring the biggest gifts. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's Teach Happier episode. If you'd like to connect further, hop on over to SuzanneDaily.com or catch me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter.